This is Humans of Gaming, an open and honest conversation about games, life, and belief. I have to like set up something for like my hands to do during podcasts or else yeah. I'm just going to be sitting here like all like fidgeting and stuff. Yeah. I've been like on enough like calls and podcasts now that I have like a whole like routine of like here is optimum. Yeah, uh, so is that just like a like a a tick that you have or what where does that come uh, from? Um I just like hyperactivity, I think okay. in general. Yeah, so that yeah, I, I mean, I've like I'm like diagnosed ADHD. I don't know how much mm-hmm. that's a factor in it, but like, um, but if like I'm p- doing something else with, with my hands, that's like occupying like something just like on a motor level, um, then uh, I can like concentrate and talk and think for like hours. <laughs> but uh, uh, if I, if I have, uh, if I'm not, I'm going to start getting like, like losing the thread and stuff. It's so weird. And as I get older, it's getting worse. It's, it's, it's like, it's just a thing. So anyway, I'm playing Mar. I'm playing Mario uh, all-stars while I talk to you guys. <laughs> well, nice. that's interesting because that was the very first question I wanted to ask you. I listened to the last podcast you did, you know, with game church, like a couple yeah, years yeah. ago, and I could hear controller sticks and I'm like, maybe I'm just crazy. Like, but uh, you were, were you playing the whole time? Uh, yeah, I cannot multitask at that level. So I was astonished. I've got, I got, I'm like, I have a pretty good Super Mario. Like, I can't play anything that's like really complicated, but like an NES game or something that's just pure like movement. Yeah. Um, like I'm super, super great at that. So like, I'm, I'm extremely great at all. Like the, like every, any, all the games in uh, Mario all-stars now. Um, and I have, uh, my, uh, my, my controller like tucked under my desk. We're in a, I'm in a new space now. So the, 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 uh, stick clicking noise should not be as much of a problem. I'm sorry. Yeah, about I was that. just mostly <laughs> impressed. I wasn't even mad. No, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice it at all. I listened to some of that podcast earlier this week. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I didn't notice it. So Chris must have better hearing than me. Thank you. This is like, yeah. I, sh- I should have said I'm doing something more interesting or like impressive. I'm like, you know, doing surgery while we <laughs> talk or that might go too far the other way. Then we just yeah. wouldn't believe you at all. I'm just, yeah. I'm disarming a bomb uh, right now. <laughs> whittling some j- like chess set whittling. or That'd something. Good- <laughs> yeah. No, I would totally like, you know, yeah. Lop a finger directly off if I was trying to do anything like, actually hazardous during this yeah. um i'd psych myself out but i am about to get the second warp whistle so oh, uh, nice. I'm, I'm executing that <laughs> well it's funny because it's like um to ever i was thinking about this the other day because i met someone once he's like yeah man i'm so great at like you know like i'm just as good as at this at mario or whatever i forget what game it was it was something like that as i was when i was a kid and i'm like well i mean that's cool but like these were accomplishments when we were like nine so, like, I kind of assume most things that you could do when you were nine as far as just, like, dexterity and whatever, you could probably still pull off. Um, you know, that's a really low bar <laughs> to be like, <laughs> well, hey, I, man, know, like I, I would, as a nine-year-old, I'd be very impressive right now. You've got these, you know, like, pro gamers now are retiring when they're, like, 21 and 22. Oh, yeah, because you know? they're, like, their Twitch speed just is not nearly right. as good anymore. Yeah, yeah I, I was watching... I used to watch um, Major League like StarCraft. Yeah. Um, this is going to actually sound horrible because I would watch it uh, to go to sleep. <laughs> um, I found it like really interesting, but it was also just kind of like just soothing watching the, the like 
you know, like the armies march across the maps and stuff. Um, and, and all that. And yeah, like people were like, Oh yeah, his actions per minute have fallen like 0.1%. So it may, you know, he looks like he may not be long for this. And it's just like, <laughs> and you like look at their hands and it's just like, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you think bananas. about like how short of a shelf life, say, like an NFL player has because of mm-hmm. all like the injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. You, I wouldn't have thought that that was the same with uh, professional gaming, but it kind of makes yeah. sense. I totally fewer, fewer concussions, but, but similar. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's probably safer for you long term. Sort of, yeah, but no, yeah. like. Um, being a gamer is obviously the most, you know, dangerous of professions, but the, uh, um, uh, but yeah, like, uh, so that's like, that is super interesting. Cause we were watching the winter Olympics, um, like a couple weeks ago and they were still on. Um, and, uh, yeah, just looking at the age groups, it's just like, oh yeah, this person's like 27 and they're like, yeah, like just an old veteran, old, <laughs> old, we're going to have to take them out back and yeah. shoot them after yeah. this. You know that that that, that, that horse has outlived its 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 usefulness. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, God, um, yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. I'm ten years older than a lot of those people, so <laughs> yeah. Same. I'm so, in my uh, mid thirties, so yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, I'm watching these like, you know, children who have been like just raised in an ice rink or something, and who yeah. have had, who have done nothing but train and execute crazy jumps on uh on on ice and they're like 19 and i'm like man like you just what what has that experience been like <laughs> like this is such single-minded devotion for a child yeah. to have i'm still not good at, that good at anything like oh right yeah yeah <laughs> to, to be like super good oh, at one no, thing come on you're great <laughs> yeah you're exactly like a gold medal figure skater from russia yeah um, you made a really good game. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. They, I haven't done that. They they don't give out gold medals for. Well, actually, I guess I mean they they give out awards for that. Um, yeah, you you made an award nominated game. An award? That's, that's, no, well, no, we won a we won an award from Unity, the, the game engine we use. Oh, nice. So well, technically, we've we've award won, winning. Yeah, we're award take that winning Russian game. figure skaters. Yeah, yeah, take take that. What's your name, Med Medvedev? <laughs> I yeah, her name. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like we're up for a few awards um, coming up in, in the, the IGF, next, right? Yeah, in the IGF and the GDCA. Uh, yeah, which is this like, um, and then we were actually we're just nominated for four BAFTAs today. Oh, uh, awesome! BAFTA. Well, congratulations, that's cool. Oh, thanks. I actually wasn't trying to uh, brag. I was, I was about to go into the, but I don't think we're going to win any of them. But if we did, <laughs> if we if, we're going to edit that out, don't worry about thanks. it. Thanks, uh, but like. Uh, <laughs> We had this boastful man on, um, but uh, it'll be our show opener. It'll be <laughs> you going like, "Here's all of our awards that we're nominated Here's for." Accolades. We were. We, we've actually we've we've gone through several award shows now without having won anything. I think I think we're going to be. I think we're one of those like you know, kind of sleeper like hits or whatever that kind of like gets nominated for a lot of things. Like we're in the category, like yeah. in like the Academy Awards where they're like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah," like you know. The, the the second largest amount of nominations is this one movie, but they don't win anything. Um, yeah. I think we're 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 somewhere in there. Uh, <laughs> does yeah. that does it bum you out? I mean, obviously, nah. probably to an extent. But like, do you feel pretty good just to be nominated, or are you ultimately bummed to not win? 
Uh, so like award shows, like just in general, like I've never been all that into them. I, I've juried award shows in the past. They're kind of arbitrary. Like mm. there's certain ones I think that I, that I, uh, that would mean more to me, but for the most part, it is a little arbitrary. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, Oh, we all like this, but let's give it to this one for this reason. Or we all like these two the same. So it's going to come down to like one vote between them. And, uh, or, you know, this one person's mad at this other person and it's like nobody vote for them, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. um, and it's kind of arbitrary. It's a lot, of, a lot of times like the people don't even have time to play all the games. Um, so it's like, yeah, I put like a couple hours of this into that and, uh, you know, I couldn't get into it or, um, so there's a lot, there's a lot to that. I think like, honestly, what, what, what I enjoyed more was last year, uh, when we like at the end of the year, getting like like and every time like you know we were on like an end of year list or something from like a from a publication or from a site or something uh, because that was more like okay there's like i can look at the people here and 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 say okay this is like these people s- saying this or something yeah. and, you know um yeah you made a you made a really prestigious end of the year list uh yeah, i don't know yeah, if you remember yeah. But uh, Jesus, yeah, you I, were, I do. You were one of, Night in the Woods is one of Jesus's favorite games of 2017. Yeah, so. and you know, color Indeed. me relieved. Um, but like, <laughs> um, we yeah, put in a good word. I, I mean, screw it. all those other guys. If the King of Kings likes your game, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're we finally made it. <laughs> um, yeah, the, um, you did. Yeah, I, I remember listening to it uh, actually because I was I was interested in uh in it and i can't remember like it was like during christmas and i was listening to a bunch of oh, you podcasts. Listened to the podcast where we deliberate yeah yeah i did yeah i, okay. I, I listened i listened to some of it um uh-huh. i did i remember yeah i remember there did being you listen a, to it because you were curious was it before you knew you had made the list uh no well it was um uh we were tagged in it somewhere okay yeah yeah um, we, i remember that yeah yeah so like i i was like oh okay yeah let me check this out because i'm interested uh, and hearing, and I, I, I kind of remember. I remember that there was, uh, there was some, there was some doubts. I think just of May's character, or so I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, there was some, there was some question, questioning of of why this, uh, why, why it should be on there. Um, and I was, I was like, oh, this is interesting because these are conversations that back when I was, you know, uh, a believer, particularly back when I was younger, I, we would have these kind of deliberations um, of. Uh, and I know like the whole like games Jesus love is kind of like a tongue in cheek thing. Um, but like, um, just the whole kind of like reviewing like art through that lens of like, well, like what, what, what what lessons come from this? What Uh is like, what is like profitable that comes from this? You know, is this promoting something? (laughs) Or like questioning morality or like, it was more, it was was kind of more like, how does this like, you know, I mean, there, there was a little bit of that. I remember some, sometimes like, some of it was, and again, this is why it reminded me of like when I was younger and kind of the, you know, when like you, you like a movie, right. And like that movie is like the least Christian, least godly thing ever, but you can kind of squint and be like, well, it's, it's, it's really about what life is like without Jesus <laughs> or something <laughs> or like, you're, you're like, yeah. no, cause you know, he's, he's, you know, he's murdering all these people. But it really shows how friendship, how friends can come together 
and defeat yeah. evil. <laughs> it's just like, no, you just like the, the, the movie where someone gets shot a bunch or something like, right. um, so I remember there was a few things like that. I feel that like w- you just undermine my whole career as a <laughs> Christian writer. Hey, great podcast, guys. We'll see you later. Thanks. Um, oh no, uh, ever done. I'm totally kidding. Go ahead. I don't. I don't want to. So uh, I don't want to. No, no, no. I. Um, I really, actually, really appreciate what you're saying. Um, so continue. I remember there was a book back um, when I was younger that, like, it was like pitched for youth ministers. That was like. How to relate basically every movie to the gospel somehow. Yeah. Uh, and I remember going, being at like a few ministry events um, or, you know, youth groups or whatever, uh, where they would like show like a clip from, you know, the Matrix or something and and, and be like, oh, yep, see, this is, uh, you know, th- this is how this movie kind of reveals God or has like a lesson that we can kind of like, we can kind of glean out of it. And yeah. sometimes like that would be really like, it, that would be really reaching sometimes, or it would be so right. general that it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, it, it'll say like friendship and love is good, but that's not like of like the Christian values. That's not one that screams, yes, this is a, like a, a an excuse. This is kind of like saying like, yeah, niceness is nice, therefore it's Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I remember in the podcast there was a few moments like that where I was like, oh my god, I recognize this reasoning, or it'll be like, oh, the the game kind of like talk some like crap on like you know religion but it's really saying bad like you know the bad religious people like not us yeah Yeah. and and to to be fair like that podcast like you said is tongue-in-cheek and so that's actually one of the that was one of the few times when we would actually have those we kind of like force ourselves not to have those conversations Mm -hmm. a, a lot of times on that on the game church podcast and that was the one time of the year where i was like all right Gloves are off. You guys can talk about Jesus and and mm-hmm. like and have those silly conversations about whether things point to Jesus or not and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. And it's so. one of those things where I'm not like, oh, stupid. It's like, you know, whatever. It, it was more just like, oh, no, I, I remember being in that exact same mode. And so, yeah. like, I, I just hadn't been in that, like, thought process for a while. Like, I, like recently, some at some point recently, it was maybe a couple years ago, I, I heard someone, like, a converse, overheard a conversation somewhere of someone going, oh, my daughter likes this band. Is there a Christian, like, equivalent? And I was like, oh, wow. Like, and I just had these, like, flashback to, like, these conversion uh-huh. charts. Uh, yeah. Like, if your kid likes something, here's yeah. a here's something that's kind of similar. Yeah. Either because it, it has some similarity or because, like, the, at least at the time, like, the, 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 the Christian music market was, like, like, half just kind of like, how do we yeah, sound this- that sounds like this band? Yeah, I remember, and because I, well, I listened to you, you the podcast earlier, which I wasn't on, um, mm-hmm. but you remember that. But um, but you and Rich talked about uh, Christian music. Anyway, it just sort of jogged a lot of my memories of of that. I didn't become a Christian until I was like seventeen, uh-huh. but um, but I did immediately get into that whole like evangelical music culture, you know, CCM. Yeah, yeah, and I went. There was this. Uh, there was a Christian, um, like record store in my oh, hometown, okay. mm-hmm. and I started going to it. And it was actually like a really cool store. Like the guy who worked there was just like a really, um, like he actually introduced me to a lot of cool stuff, like stuff that I even listen to now. Like that's where I learned about Sufjan Stevens, who oh, yeah. I still listen to. But anyway, like the the Danielsons. 
Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, anyway, he would have stickers on like all over his store that were like, if you like, um, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Back then, back then in the 90s, like late, early 2000s, late 90s, it would have been like. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like the. Um, if you like uh, Tupac, you like this rapper. If you like Tupac and Biggie Smalls, you will love Toby Mac. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know that that. All right, whatever. <laughs> Hey, yeah. so I want to give you a fun little trivia. Maybe you got, do you guys know like the Gaithers and Sandy Patty? Like it's I a do. little bit before. Yeah. So, I, I grew up uh, like on like that. Like my parents were like really into that kind of thing. So yeah. my, uh, they're from my hometown. Like I grew up in, it's called Anderson, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they're all from. Like I remember working at the Olive Garden when I was like 18 or 19 and waiting on, the Gaithers at the Olive Garden and like serving them breadsticks and stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm just picturing that that nice. crew coming in. Uh, yeah, yeah just what was that? Yeah. Were they nice or were they like these breadsticks I suck? I think it was pretty neutral. Like I don't remember them being nice, but I don't remember them being mean. They were just kind of yeah. vanilla. They're just kind of like yeah, yeah. They're being existing. Mm-hmm. Well, we should. Uh, the breadsticks of the wicked are stirred up for the righteous. <laughs> Um, I should mention that we'll pro- I enjoyed this little uh, banter we had, so I'll probably use some of that in the podcast. Just want to make sure that's okay with you. Yeah, that's. I don't think I said anything super regrettable. Okay, perfect. This is the Humans of Gaming podcast. It's our very first episode, and uh, I'm joined with the director of a new nonprofit ministry thing called Love Thy Nerd, and his name is Chris Gwaltney. Hey, Chris. What up? You got our oh, titles yeah. wrong. We already. Oh, what did I up. say? You said director. Remember, we came oh. up with really clever titles, Drew. Oh, that's right. What is yours, Chief Nerd? Chief Executive or, Nerd. Chief Executive Nerd. That's right. Um, and I'm the Chief Content Nerd. I think. Good job. Is what we, you did. On. we may change those. I'm not sold completely. That's I'm pretty sold-ish. good. All right. Uh, Scott Benson is our <laughs> special, very special guest. Scott, how are you doing, man? Very special. I'm a very yeah. special guest. Scott's um, the chief guest nerd. Yeah, I'm the chief. I'm 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 the I'm 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 uh, interloping into the into the land of 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 the chief. I like how there's a nerd hierarchy in this structure. By the <laughs> way, like, there's there's the chief nerd, and there's going to be like the executive assistant nerd at yeah. some point, and then all the way down to I guess if like I the, have the my way. Nerd. Every title will end with nerd. Okay. <laughs> Like an accountant nerd, security yep. nerd. Yeah. Um, that's for when you get like you know security for your uh, you know your, your big center. Yeah, you eventually <laughs> open. Um, yeah, with all our nonprofit money. Yeah, yeah. Um, giant like you know so, like sign out front like mm-hmm. big. Uh, I'm picturing uh, one of those like there's a mega churchy building near where we live in Pennsylvania up in Western PA that we pass all the time that didn't used to be there, um, but they had installed this massive light up cross like mm. just huge and like when you're going down the highway at night and you're just like what is what is that the distance what is, <laughs> is there something on fire. And then I get close and they're like, buddy, something is on fire. It's, it's <laughs> our hearts. <That's> 
it made me think of when you started talking about like security person for our center, it made me think of uh, Scientology because I've been watching okay. that mm. Leia, Leia Remini. Have y'all seen that? Oh, I didn't watch that. No, I, no. I have not. But Is like, that the one that's like where like they couldn't use like footage, so it's like dramatized a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah. There are some dramatizations, which is my least favorite part of it. Mm-hmm. But um, but the thing that I didn't realize about Scientology is just apparently they have like a ton of buildings all mm-hmm. over and everywhere. Boats. Yeah, and boats. Mm-hmm. Which and I didn't boats. know. And I yeah, just they've at- got this massive like cruise liner that's gonna like you gotta like serve on. Uh, one of yeah, their there's this, the Sea Org is what they call yeah, it. Sea Org, yeah. Because apparently, uh, in the wrong religion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, L. Ron Hubbard was like in the Marines. I want to say maybe. Um, and so he, when he started Scientology, he was kind of inspired by all that. So there's a whole bunch of like, of that kind of like, uh, I don't know. M- Symbolism his various his various accoutrement like yeah it, exactly. it's kind of weird i guess like yeah if you're like getting into a cult you're kind of just going to inherit all like the weird various interests yeah of 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 whoever was like your original charismatic leader or something it's just like mm-hmm. oh yeah welcome to blah 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 we're really into like bowling and fidget spinners here we think that they're <laughs> holy yeah or something yeah, we're yeah. talking yeah, yeah. He, we're really into streaming Overwatch uh, mm-hmm. here. Like that, we feel like that's like a if after was, you die, you have to serve like one thousand years in the afterlife. Streaming yeah. Overwatch. If there was like a bunch of free, you know, cruises or whatever, I might think about Scientology. Just there kidding. was a back when I uh, was in in ministry as a friend of mine, uh, and we were having a discussion about. Um, being like a Christian band and the, 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 you know, the need for quality in that, yeah. uh, because as a way of like witnessing to others or, you know, and excellence in what you and, do. Yeah. Kind of that, yeah. That kind of thing. And he uh, had this, um, he had this one line that I've, I've used in other contexts since, which is that like, you know, if you want to preach Jesus by handing out tacos, you better make some really good tacos. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that applies to cruise ships too. It's like if you want to get people in the door, you need to have the cruise ships. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. yeah, those are your good tacos. Is they have a man. really though? The only problem though is they have like a really insane carbon footprint uh, cruise ships. Uh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. like it's out of control. I, where did where did the Scientology the Scientologists? I don't know enough about Scientologists like eschatology. I don't know what they're what they're thinking is going to happen to the world or uh, at some point. Like I th- I, I think it's no idea. I want to talk like a, to you about Night in the Woods. So I feel like we're getting in the, in the woods here. But yeah. uh, but I th- I think it's kind of like if you're familiar, some of our listeners will know what I mean by this. Some won't. But I think it's almost like somewhat similar to like a post millennial kind of mentality. Okay. I yeah. think their idea is that like. I'm not an expert at all. I've seen a few mm-hmm. episodes of a documentary television show. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think it's this idea that like, we'll fix it. Like we'll fix the world. Mm-hmm. Like if that we is. spread Scientology enough, then people will be able to fix their own problems and kind of what's wrong with the human race will be, will mm-hmm. be repaired. Yeah. I think that's okay. The- well, that's Rosie. Yeah, we it did. is. I appreciate some optimism. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, we, we totally got this. Yeah. We got Tom Cruise. We got John Travolta. We got Beck. <laughs> yeah. But not Leia Remini anymore. Oh, Beck, really? 
Yeah, Beck. I didn't Total know that. Scientologist. Yeah, That's at least he was at one point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the interesting thing, though. Like, if you, uh, well, I mean, assuming the the documentary is telling the truth, is like if you leave, it's all. I mean, they they hunt you down and shame you, and I don't, I don't know if yeah. all that's true. Like, but that's. No, I mean, I've heard things. I think they're, they're somewhat notorious for um, allegedly uh, messing with people, like both their careers in like Hollywood and like elsewhere yeah. that's what i've heard again i'm no expert they, they won't um, let you on the on the boat anymore which is bad i mean that, that sucks that would be right, that in and of itself mm-hmm. is yeah yeah scott benson you yes. made night in the woods co-created night in the woods with some other yes. fine fine folks uh yes um, with alec haloka uh maker of aquaria uh he's a really good developer and bethany hockenberry who is also my wife uh she and i co-wrote uh the story yeah for it so really, we should have probably had your wife on because we've had you on this podcast before. Well, the former yeah. iteration of this podcast, which we should acknowledge was the Game Church podcast. <laughs> Humans yeah. of Gaming podcast is uh, the new relaunched version of what was the Game Church podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and we this should one have... you interviewed humans and the last one you interviewed churches. Right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We've, we're expanding. Okay. Um, so that's the idea. Uh, um, but but yeah. yes, yes. I did, I did, I did do that thing. Yeah. And what else have you, you've done some other games too. We, we talked about this before. Um, uh, it was, um, well, all the, like the night in the woods overall project is the first game that I've ever worked on during development though. We made two supplemental kind of smaller games called lost constellation and longest night. That's right. Longest night was first. It was just us kind of getting our feet wet, like trying to work with the characters and uh, each other and just mm-hmm. some like, ideas. We made it in like 10 days or something. It's really, yeah. it was like, before going home for the holidays. And uh, then Lost Constellation uh, is an actual small little game. Uh, and uh, we made that in like five weeks at the end of 2014. Um, yeah. It's like our, our Christmas games or Longest Night is the, hol- uh, the holidays known in the in the night in the woods averse. We don't have a great name for that. The woods, woods <laughs> What's wrong with that night in the woods averse. The, the, the sharkle verse. I don't know what the, uh, what it would be named after the, the, the woods averse works. Um, yeah, but yeah, but th- those are, yeah, those are all the games that I have, I've worked on. Yeah. And we were just talking about this earlier, but, uh, you know, night in the woods is, is out and, uh, it's been out for a while. It's out on switch now. It's, uh, I, I think you guys are working on iOS. Is that right? iOS and Android. Yeah. Working on, on a mobile version. I yeah. think mobile is like the last unconquered land for us. Yeah. Like we just haven't gone there. I don't <laughs> want to say we've conquered every place, but yeah, we've, <laughs> we've been around, but like, it seems like, and this is true of me too. Like I really, I really enjoyed it. And it seems like that's been by and large the Like it's got, seems like it's gotten a really positive reception. Uh, what's that been like to, this is kind of like your first big release, I guess, comparatively. Right. Um, and, and people love it. What's that experience been like? Uh, unexpected. Uh, <laughs> uh, really like, I think nerve wracking at first, I mm-hmm. feel like because, mm-hmm. um, when you make something you keep expecting for people to like fi- figure out what's wrong with it. Like, cause, cause you know, secretly all the things that are wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not unlike like you as like a person where it's like you are, you know, probably magnifying like your own faults cause you know exactly where they are. And 
then like you talk to someone else and you're like, I'm always like this. They're like, no, you're not. You're just being weird, man, or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not like that at all. And you're like, no, I am. But like, that was definitely how I felt about the game for a while. Is like, yeah, that's cool that people are connecting with it, but we don't really have like, you know, I, I can't necessarily claim that as something we accomplished at all, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, but, um, yeah, like, but it's been really great. It's been really gratifying. Like a lot of people have really connected with it sometimes in really deep ways. And it was, um, a lot of people have written and said like, Oh, I was in a place in my life right then where that was what I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of like as an artist, like, I don't know that you can ask for better than that. Like, I don't know what else, like it's, I, I don't know what else you're, you should like, yeah. Like that's just like, that's it. Yeah. Like that's at least for me, like, a big reason to make anything is like that connection and to be able mm-hmm. to like talk to people uh, and yeah, kind of share that connection. So like, so that was really, really great. Um, also some people bought it and that was cool. We got to move to a slightly nicer mm-hmm. apartment. So <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that brings um, up an interesting question to me, I think because we were kind of talking, we were sort of joking about this earlier about like how Christians tend to, um, tend to engage media and its value based on whether or not it like offered some kind of like moral lesson or some, some sort of helpful message. Um, but, and like, I think, I think of night in the woods that way. Um, (laughs) it's hard for me not to, I think, but, uh, like, one of the no, that's great. That's like that's great to hear. So that when it, it made our when it made Jesus's favorite games of of twenty seventeen list, uh, the one of our writers said, "Night in the Woods" felt like a big "You're going to be okay" to my generation in particular. Um, mm-hmm. oh, and, yeah, I that. and I, which is really really nice. Yeah, by the I, way. I thought yeah. that was such a beautiful, like s- simple yet beautiful uh, explanation of of why I liked the game. Um, and what I've found to be really special about it. I'm just curious if that was like a kind of like a stated goal. Was that something you wanted to, did you create night in the woods in part, uh, as sort of like, uh, something that you intended to be comforting to people? I, I don't think that at least for me personally, and I, cause I, I think I can speak for the other people. I'll, you know, I'll be mostly speaking for myself during all this, but I think I speak for everyone is saying like, that's part of just us mm-hmm. and, that's like, I don't know that, at least for me, like one of the great functions of art, at least, uh, at least as far as I want to make it is like the, you know, the telling people that they're not alone <laughs> in, in something, mm-hmm. um, that, um, you know, you're not like isolated. You're not like the only person to have ever felt this. Uh, you're not the only person to have been in this like bad place. Um, you, you know, there's a way that we can kind of recognize each other. Uh, through sharing these like experiences and sharing these ideas. Um, so I, I think, yeah, there's, there was a bit of comfort involved, although I think the game is like, at least in my mind, like fairly dark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like sometimes people would be like, Oh, it's so cute and cozy. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess, but that's like, yeah, like, uh, you know, put up against a lot of fairly dark or difficult things. Um, and, and so forth. And I thought oh, I can generally know if someone like hasn't made it to the actual end of the game is when they're like, Oh, it's just a game about like hanging out with your friends and like, you know, you know, and that's it. And I'm like, mm, okay, it, it goes a few places, but like, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that, um, it, it was not like the main goal of the game wasn't like a, Hey, millennials, um, slash generation Z, uh, you're going to, everything's going to be cool. Um, it was more like we were talking about a lot of things that affect a lot of us and including folks of, uh, that generation and but in general like we wanted to leave with something that you know our, our message uh, in in the game wasn't yeah everything sucks and everything is like broken forever mm-hmm. you know uh it's you know no there's like actual you know ways of <laughs> of in some ways combating some of this stuff and figuring and and being able to find some like solace and some home um, and, you know, be able to, uh, f- feel like that, uh, that place that, that feels like really, really empty right now. Yeah. So yeah, something what like that. The, that was a long uh, answer. I should have just said, yeah, kind of. No, <laughs> what was kind of maybe the most unexpected response that you've gotten from the game, either unexpected, positively, unexpected, negatively, something in between funny. Um, Jeez. Uh, some people, I've talked about this before elsewhere, but like some people were like really scandalized by May. Oh, like, really? We're really like, like, they're like, yeah, like it's a game about a horrible person. And I'm like, I mean, I personally think May is a really great person, like a, just a genuinely good person, just a dumbass. And <laughs> like is, um, and is clumsy and is going through a lot of stuff without mm-hmm. a lot of the resources that she's really needed. Um, uh, particularly when it comes to like mental health and also just someone who is caught in this, um, you know, a bunch of other things that she doesn't really have a lot of control over. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to navigate it. But, you know, when she like, they're like, oh, she like was rude to her friend and she was, you know, she didn't know what to say when her friend was like this. And it's like, yeah, she's, it's not a malice. She's just like, I don't know. It's like, I, I guess like a lot of folks just haven't either been or had like, a kind of dumbass friend or whatever who you you were yeah. like i mean <laughs> for me it's like it, it's it's, it's like i've totally have been that person where i'm like i said the worst thing because i was not in a place where i even understood what was happening with you mm-hmm. um or why my response should not be this or why my really petty solution to your your simple problem in my eyes was not something you just went out and did like yeah that's all stuff that i really relate to as like mm-hmm. having been that person and known that person so it was really funny when people would be like ah oh, this is like one of like the most like immoral like insufferable like selfish characters uh mm-hmm. anyway so the next uh, so, the, so the recent uh, hitman game though is fantastic <laughs> he's such a great guy <laughs> yeah. yeah i could see it i could see night in the woods rubbing a certain type of person the wrong way um like like the people that you're like parents friends or whatever on facebook who who post the videos or memes about how annoying millennials are like kind of that that type of person would hate may Mm -hmm. uh, and really struggle to relate to them but i also struggle to see many of those types of people playing night in the woods so i don't know we got a few um there was one guy uh, who I'm not going to mention, but like uh, whose review is basically like, this is just an ode to millennial egotism and it shows like what's wrong with this entire generation. I think he Ooh. might also be a millennial. Like I'm like, this is some he- self-hatred, my man. <laughs> but the, um, and like, has, have they even ever been to a small town? Like, you know, the, the people there would never like, you know, would, would never deign to put up with a, you know, a, a, a mm-hmm. selfish, whatever girl he is. And I'm like, yeah, we have been to small. These are like based on people we know. Like it's um, 
Yeah, so, yeah like, generic, I, 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 think. I think like the fact that we made a character who is not smarter or cooler or more proficient than the player. And we made a game where you do not have access to solving all the problems um, really messed with some folks, I think, because, you know, a lot of people, this is spoilers for the game. Uh, a lot of people thought that, oh, the whole point of this game is you fix May, mm-hmm. that everything gets fixed, that there's an arc where she at the end goes, I accept every responsibility that the game is saying. I do not feel like I have, you know, uh, she goes out and gets a job <laughs> and like is going to go back to school and all that and learns her lesson. Um, yeah. But there's no there, there's a, almost like a moralistic way of, mm-hmm. well, she needs to suffer for her fa- her failings um, that the idea that, oh, we're sending up her again, kind of being like a dirtball dumbass, which is like, uh, and I, I say that in the most loving way possible. Um, the, um, but a, a, in order to punish her and have her come out the other end better, like have, yeah. behaving now, um, which by the way, I think if we like not to be whatever, but like if we made this about a young male, I don't think people would have been like, well, he's too disrespectful. They would have been like, yeah, man, remember when you were like a young idiot, man, we've all been there anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, think I do think there's a little right. bit of like, what a dis- disrespectful, whatever, like people mm-hmm. will kind of like, you know, praise the redemption stories of like cold blooded murderers for, like forever in games. But they kind of have a hard time. I think if you don't, you know, kind of like a, a character like may they might have a hard time you know just yeah. letting her be in, imperfect and you know and not be able to solve everyone's problems and in fact sometimes make things worse despite her best efforts mm-hmm. um i think that was one of the more surprising reactions um it, it kind of like really weirded me out when we first released the game now i'm just like oh no i understand why that is and also some of the people just have like sticks up their asses <laughs> but like <laughs> sure there was one person I remember who was like, well, when I was that age, I wasn't out breaking things. I was studying. And I was like, <laughs> wow. And like uh, most of the things in that game are kind of based on like things that I did or Bethany did or something. And so yeah. I'm like, oh man, was I a, was I a dirtbag? <laughs> yeah. That person uh, just needs some like, they just need a, someone to acknowledge their, you know, responsibility. That's, it was all like, it. I'm like, yeah, you sound like you had the, the best time at that age. Like, like I'm so jealous yeah. of your childhood. Yeah. Yeah. I loved way to go. Time. Glad you were studying. Good yeah, job. You, you did it. I think they said something like, oh, I was just studying and playing online. And I'm like, that's fine. But, um, you know, there were definitely people out in the woods, like smashing televisions yeah. and stuff <laughs> and like yeah. smashing light bulbs. And so you like, did some of that in your. Childhood. Oh, yeah. Like almost all of the like the kind of like. Um, mischief in the game is 100% based on experience. Yeah. Um, even the knife stabbing game is like, you know, like it, there was some definite like, Hey man, Hey, okay. I got like two knives. Cool. Let's like try to like knock it out of each other's hands with like the blade or something. And you <laughs> come and you're like, okay, ow, ow, we're stopping. We're done. Um, yeah. My That's friend interesting. Sean and I had like a, he had a cattle prod that wasn't hooked up to like any, I guess they're amps or something. Um, and so it was like, not going to kill you. Yeah. or anything and we would take turns like zapping each other oh yeah so you we could like stand at the longest young boys are the best <laughs> <laughs> we, we we had we had quite a time i, yeah. I can i can say um, i definitely have some experience with the the cattle uh fen- well fences <laughs> oh were you just like grabbing the fence or yeah, something so you could grab you it. Take it? 
who can yeah. grab it the longest and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, something, a thought came up when you were talking about uh, May's hometown and how that was kind of came out of some of your experiences and the people on your team's experiences growing up. I'm curious though, there seems to be like, it's, I mean, although her, I'm blanking on the name of the town. What was it again? Uh, Possum Springs. Possum Springs. That's right. So obviously there's, you're critical. There's some critical uh, response to that type of town, but I also felt like there's may in some ways and her friends like still have an affection for it and an appreciation for it. Um, I'm curious about like, I don't know. Can you relate that to your upbringing? And I know like the last time you were on this podcast, you talked about you had a pretty religious upbringing and and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just curious of where, yeah, what that experience was like and, and where, like how you look back on it now. I feel like um, when it comes to the town of the game, the town is really based on where Bethany grew up in central Pennsylvania. Uh, I've lived out in Western Pennsylvania for the past. um, Wow. Like 19 years or something. So like over half of my life. Um, And uh, so a lot of it is based on kind of just affection, you know, her, her complicated relationship with, with where she's from. um, And also a little bit of uh, my kind of relationship with the area too. Um, Cause like my hometown in New Jersey, uh, Ringwood, it's this little like, um, mountain like town, like 30 minutes outside of Manhattan. And, uh, I, I don't, I don't have quite the same relationship. Like I've never returned home in that same fashion. And, mm-hmm. um, it's a very, very different kind of place. It's like, you know, there's no like central industry that runs it as part of just the greater New York metropolitan complex. Um, but, um, so, yeah, when it comes to like the the affection for the, the the hometown and stuff, and the kind of complicated relationship with it, a lot of that comes from Bethany. Mm. Um, so that that's that one's not as much me. Yeah. Um, but as far as like kind of like complicated relationship with what feels like home, like I I totally have that. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, so you know, I was raised like Southern Baptist, very like evangelical culture type guy and was like a really devout believer as, as a kid uh, and as an adult and got into ministry and stuff. And then have, you know, since left and like lost my faith, like eight, nine years ago, officially, you always have like that time when you're like, I guess it like the faith was already gone. But then you like, remember the one day when you wake up and you're like, well, I might as well just admit this (laughs) um, type of thing. Um, I have like, I, I actually refer to like Christianity and evangelical Christianity and in particular, like, like my like home, home country that like, you know, I've like either like ev- ex- expatriated from or something. And so you're like, you occasionally are still like, oh yeah, the old, you know, the old country before we left, <laughs> you know, type yeah. of thing. Um, so that always feels like that. And um, my relationship like to that is like, is super complicated. It's like, not something that like I have obviously a lot of criticisms of it. There's a lot of reasons, uh, for to leave. Um, but there is also that thing of like, I, I had a uh, reason recently to, um, look up, uh, some of the bands and some of the churches that I was in, like into or involved. So with. I do, I do have to ask a question before you, so, oh, please. like coming on our podcast didn't turn the boat for you unfortunately no i'm sorry 
<laughs> there were, there were so some sure. arguments. There were there were some arguments made, but they were mostly stuff I'd thought of before. So. <laughs> oh man! I, okay. I you know I blame all of you personally for my eternal oh, uh, my eventual oh, damnation. Oh, it's oh, all, oh, all your there fault. Goes the jewel in my glory crown. Yep. Nope. <laughs> that your mansion's gonna have like one less vestibule in it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, mine's your a big cruise. big house will only be big. Mine's a cruise ship, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. Call back. Um, your cruise, yeah, your cruise ship will have like a slightly shallower like pool on the deck. Yeah. So yeah, okay. sorry everyone. So uh, anyway, I ruined everything. You, uh, you 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 were thinking about some bands that. Uh, yeah, because I came across there's a guy Derek Webb. Do you know Derek Webb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Derek Webb recently released an album that is like his kind of like. You know, nothing. I th- I don't think you know, ex- you know, final forever, but c- kind of a. Uh, it's he calls it like a, a double divorce album because it's both his divorce from he's writing about his divorce from his wife and also his, a feeling of like divorcing from God. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like such like a oh, here we go some Christianese. I have such a heart for <laughs> like particularly evangelical guys writing their kind of breakup album with God. Um, it's a really specific lonely slash cathartic feeling, um, that I remember going through as like an artist and someone who was in ministry, like right up until that point. And that feeling of like, when that, like, you know, that personality that, and like that narrative about yourself disappears, uh, because like evangelical manhood, I think I talked about this in the last podcast too, is like, like it, it's so wrapped up. It's just like, well, it's not just that you're a Christian, you're a godly man. And that means these things. And we strive for godliness and to be like, you know, a godly man in all these different ways. And yeah. that is so much of your identity, a feeling of failure. Mm. If you've lost your faith, cause you aren't just like losing your faith. You're, you're, fu- you're not fulfilling this, this goal of what you were supposed to be as a, yeah. a person, as a, as a man. Um, it's so wrapped up in all that. Um, so I heard that Derek Webb, like I just, you know, stumbled across like him, like this, this album and people were like, Oh no, Derek Webb, he's fallen from the faith and stuff and all this stuff. And I was like, well, okay, well I got to listen to this. Um, and, uh, the album uh, fingers crossed is actually really, really good. Um, and, uh, the and so I, I was like, oh, I wonder, like, um, you know, who what these other bands have been up to since mm-hmm. I, I, you know, had listened to them like 10, 15 years ago and stuff. Um, and I, through that and a couple other circumstances, um, had reason to look up a family of churches that I had one time been involved with, and they were going through a big it, it was a it was a system of churches that were very like almost maniacally hierarchical Hmm. Uh like you know like man like is the head of the family and the the church is the head of like you know the menfolk Mm -hmm. and all that like you have to submit to the pastors you have to like figure out a way to do it like you know and and they are your counsel this is like where everything is supposed to happen in your church it does sound cult-like but it was pretty like just just it was just like so a cult got it yeah okay no, it was just a bunch of ex- extremely Calvinist uh, suburban churches uh, yeah. and and stuff. And they were having, like literally right about now, they're having this big thing where that closed structure of the church that, you know, we're, you know, we're keeping accountability here and trying not to involve other people is why there was, uh, it contributed to a culture of covering up child molestation. Mm. Right. 
Um, yeah, I think because, I know what you're talking about. The specific, yeah, yeah. And it was pe- it was people that I've met before, mm-hmm. like oh, wow. pastors yeah. that like I met that were kind of like you know celebrities. Like back in, when like, you were a uh, Christian, yeah. I'd uh-huh. say like when I was involved with that church, those churches was like 1999 through maybe 2003 or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being like, oh, the guy who wrote that book, uh, uh, he's he kind of just you know pieced out of that and was like, yeah, I'm going to seminary now. Bye. Uh, or like the the one main pastor that everyone was like super into is now kind of been kicked out because of being a jerk basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And having this like super controlling culture and all this stuff and just being like, wow. Okay. And like the, all these churches that are involved with it were like folding uh, and, and stuff. And it was just, it was wild to look back on that. And like, so the reason I brought all this up was that like, I still find some comfort like in like music that was comforting to me at the time. Mm-hmm. like not in the sense I go like listen to it all the time but like I, I just like a fondness like and also just growing up like inundated with like yeah I'm just listening to my family's listening to like Michael W. Smith and A.B. Grant all the time <laughs> yeah. like there's just like a thing where I'm like yeah this is just also music from my childhood so that's like the whole thing of like the homeland of just like the yeah I definitely don't live here anymore but like I remember mm-hmm. this music was such a part of me as a kid that I have so many like just knee jerk emotions wrapped up in it. Yeah. Where I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, lead me on. It's a good jam <laughs> or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I have this kind of like thing for it and it does have this reminder of these extremely deep feelings and deep emotions Yeah, and like deep feelings of like this kind of connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like, in some ways, like, I mean, but we talk about that a little bit in the game itself. Like I think more broadly, we actually address uh, God a bunch in the game yeah uh, and stuff but I think that feeling of having been someplace and and returning to it or be, having been away from it and it just not being what it was to you yeah. anymore is like, it's is like a pretty you, big is, is there anything you miss about like there's things you like look back on as you in your time as a Christian that you miss or that um I, I think that um uh, a little bit, but less like I'd like to like, I wish that I had that again and more like I'm interested in kind of like what, at least to me, I now think it was like causing those like positive feelings uh-huh. or something. So I think there's a little bit of that. I think that there was um, a level of just kind of like, uh, I want to say like ready-made place to put feelings of like wonder mm-hmm. and feelings of connection that type of thing and i don't think that like when i was when i was younger i definitely thought because it was kind of sold like no these this is the place where you can feel that you know like this like that feeling that you're feeling right now deep inside uh that is god that's like that is your experience with god um and it's a particular feeling that though like now i don't think is an exclusive deal like i don't think that christianity got the you know got the got the rights to feeling some sort of transcendent connection with the universe Mm -hmm. or other people at all um but i think the simplicity of it the show up here we're gonna like you know play this music or do this kind of thing and we've kind of all agreed that that feeling that we're feeling together when we do this is connected to someone on the other end of the phone basically yeah (laughs) like (laughs) And, and that kind of thing. So, like, I think that, like, I don't miss the guy on the other end of the phone so much as, like, I just thought it was, like, um, and I don't really even miss it because now I feel like those kind of positive emotions elsewhere. But there's something about the ease of it and the kind of, like, uh, 
feeling of like intimacy of mm-hmm. it that like you were having this encounter with like a very specific kind of thing. Um, and I think that just made things um, easier to that feeling easier to reproduce and also kind of just gave you like a, um, a framework for it. Whereas now in my life, like I, f- I find all that in like different ways, but that's something you have to find as opposed to show up to church. We are, li- we are literally built around triggering that feeling um, mm-hmm. because you know, that's our understanding of like this, you know, transcendent experience with the divine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say that maybe it's interesting. It's interesting that you say that though, because he's like, in the vestibule after <laughs> church. Uh, it's interesting that you say that though, because I feel like, <clears throat> It'd be interesting to hear Chris's perspective, but I feel like I don't get that from church anymore anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that my experiences, like I go to church regularly and it's valuable mm-hmm. and there's reasons why I do it, but they mm-hmm. kind of have more to do with like, um, like discipline and, yeah. um, like a desire to, to to have some community that that's gonna help me you know um continue to to grow uh, as a person and as a as a christian but i don't mm-hmm. like those those sort of like transcendent experiences that you like I, i'm trying to remember the last time i had one i was using uh I was using that as kind of a shorthand because I also, by the end, like we, we weren't really finding that in any sort of like Sunday morning fellowship or anything mm-hmm. at all. And we were having that we, and we had those kind of same negative um, experiences too, like in yeah. the sense of I'm just not finding that here. So like, yeah, I was kind of shorthanding that a little bit. I think sure. like a lot of Christian media, like the stuff that kind of like worked quote unquote uh, worked be in, in, for me because it tapped into that feeling. Yeah, right, right. And I think, you know, I'll push back on myself here <laughs> a little bit. Like, <laughs> I def- I can see what you mean, because I've definitely had like moments, I would say, in church lately, where it was something was said that was super meaningful, or there was some song that was sent- that we sang that like, I don't know, got me close to that sort of. So I'm probably exaggerating when I say I don't go to church for those reasons. But anyway, so I have a question that might switch gears a little bit, but maybe not. Um, I'm curious, like, cause you, you know, you said you were obviously brought up like family, parents and all that stuff really into, you know, religion and everything. Like how did, what was, what's that relationship like now? Like how did your parents kind of deal with that sort of, you know, coming out of the closet as an atheist and all that stuff? Like what's that like, you know, what was it like then? What's it like now? Um, now it's kind of not a thing. Uh, it's pretty mundane. At the time, it was really traumatic uh, in my life uh, for not necessarily my family, although my family was, you know, clearly there was some like, yeah, like, what did we do right. wrong? It was mm-hmm. a little bit of that. And, you know, hey, you know, like I, you know, it, it breaks my heart that you're in this place. But, you know, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. And my extended family who I don't talk to very often. They, they got in touch and were like, how did we fail you? And I'm like, I've talked to you like three times in my life. I, I don't know. And then like my, uh, <clears throat> like my aunt, like messaged me on Facebook and like, I think she might've been drunk or something, but she was just like arguing with me and like crying for like hours about like how I was going to hell now and stuff, which was like funny. Cause even by the time, like I left Christianity, I was a pretty, you know, 
liberal mm-hmm. Christian who wasn't a particularly literal Bible reader at that point. So I was like, I wasn't super in fear of hell to begin you with read at that, that point. Super evil um, Rob Bell book, probably. <laughs> uh, I didn't, uh, but I'd read a lot of mm-hmm. Brennan Manning. Uh, so that'll, that'll do it for you. And, um, I'd listened to a lot of revolution church back in like the early, like in like 2004 or something. So like I had, uh, and the ministry that we were a part of at the time was like, like, uh, revolution was like an emergent church. That, the, yeah. Oh, wow. Is that is that term still gosh, a term? I don't. I don't hear it anymore. It was. Yeah. It was very much the emergent church. Okay. Yeah. It was, and like it was actually the the ministry that we were involved with. I'd say for the past like the last five years of me, uh, kind of having faith was also that like we met in the basement of a tattoo parlor. We were specifically there for like unchurched people who didn't feel comfortable uh, going to regular uh regular ass church and um um yeah. and stuff for a bunch of reasons so, and so for a lot of for that reason we had a lot of addicts we had a lot of kids that were kind of on and off the street um we had a lot of people that were kind of at the end of their rope in different ways also just like a lot of punk kids who like thought it was like cool to come hang out with a, a bunch of other like punk people in like the basement of a, of a tattoo shop yeah um and all that so like um we were kind of part of that as well certainly but like, um, but as far as, yeah, like the time, like most of the the really hard times were kind of losing that community of people mm-hmm. um, and losing more um, friends than family members, yeah. certainly. Um, yeah, there was a, I lost a, a bunch of friends mm-hmm. uh, when I, I left. Was that, the, uh, the, I mean, the was faith. that like them intentionally cutting off the relationship or was it just because like you weren't kind of in the same space anymore and they just kind of drifted like a little bit of both? Uh, both. Yeah, there was both. There were, there were definitely some people who were like, I, you know, we used to like make things together or something. They're like, I can't work with you anymore because I know that you are not going to glorify God with what you make. (laughs) Um, type of thing that ruled. Um, and, uh, that was great. And then like some friends that just stopped calling, um, like soon after, um, I, I think probably because I was like, you know, they're like, I, I'm sure there was something like, well, you know, you were going to cause me to stumble <laughs> or something in my belief or something, or like you were yeah. going to, yeah. you know, this is like, uh, that kind of thing. There, there, there would be some very like Christian, like self-helpy way of describing it <laughs> about like, I, I need Christian self-care right now. And by not talking to you anymore, um, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. like, um, there was that, uh, I got some really, kind of weirdly fire and brimstone like uh emails from uh friends parents like people that i'd known or something and it was like you know oh you know carolyn's mom wrote me this letter about how i am full of pride and god is going to like you know break me and 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 all that but it was stuff that i had said to other people before like i understood the reason you were just getting your comeuppance then you're welcome yeah. That's what it was. That's what it, that's that, that's what it is. It, it shall be done back to me, however many times. Like that's the thing. So it's like I understood because I was yeah. brought up in this very like you know evangelical, like very kind of um, hard nosed like you know version of Christianity, and then can't kind of came into a much more kind of I think kind of loving, grace filled version of it. I'm t- totally slipping back into like Christianese right now, like you know <laughs> grace filled. Um, or whatever. I've been impressed, uh, honestly. Type of thing. It comes right back to you. That's what I'm, that's what I'm it's saying. It's like the right homeland. Right. It's like you pick up the accent immediately yeah. when you're when you're back when you're back there. I was actually <laughs> on another podcast recently where after the you know the tape stopped rolling, like we were talking about some of the similar stuff, and like I totally yeah slipped right back into like uh, there's certain kinds of verbiage mm-hmm. and certain ways of describing totally. things 
that you don't realize are there until you're out out of it and you're like oh i don't really yeah i think it was say that anymore it was that i brought up that you know night in the woods was one of jesus's favorite games of 2017 and it just like boom clicked in for you (laughs) just clicked in immediately all the um yeah but like uh yeah so like uh so having gone through like that 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 process in my own faith i I had heard from people at all these different, uh, all these people I heard from, I'm like, oh yeah, I was that at one stage in my life, you know, mm-hmm. where like I would have written that kind of like email being like, you know, thou stiff necked, whatever. Um, but like, uh, uh, and I also would have written like the emails that I got from other people that were like, Hey, you know, Jesus loves you anyway. I, I still love you. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, so um, I, so I got it. It was just weird being on the other end of it or whatever. It's like in yeah. a movie where like a cop, is like framed for murder or something. And now, and now the cops are after him (laughs) and they're going to use the same. What happened in minority report? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like, I'm super in, in a way, like this sounds weird to say, but like, I'm super encouraged that we're having this conversation for the, for the reason that I know there's a lot of Christians that are going to listen to this. And Mm. I think that there's a really unhealthy culture in a lot of churches today about when this kind of thing happens. Um, like when someone walks away. Um, yeah, I mean, and I've, I've experienced, I've been, I, I'll admit I've been a part of it, I think probably. Um, in fact, I could, I could think of examples. And, and so, yeah, I just hope people who hear this kind of step back and go like, you know, obviously if someone's leaving the church, like they're going through a lot mentally and and thinking through a lot of things and and there's an emotional side of it too uh, obviously that you've shared that um yeah. yeah i just hope that people hear this and go like okay if somebody <laughs> is going through this and leaves my church like i should really go out of my way to just be kind to them and still be their friend and like you know we may not see them at church anymore but we can still go play games together or 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 whatever mm-hmm. and uh yeah, i don't know yeah, the um, got me thinking. Anyway. The, the the playbook of like you know just we're gonna you know give you some like discipline and some hard words from the Bible like that does not work once someone stops right. believing in the Bible <laughs> that the Bible has truth yeah. has some like it has some like you know cosmic mm-hmm. truth to it but at the same time like I'm not like grateful for it but it 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 ripped the band aid mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Like in a lot of ways, like there people there weren't people going like oh, oh please you know come back to church or something and then I'd have to like feel awkward and whatever like there was there weren't anyone there wasn't anyone in my life who was still like trying to kind of get me back into the environment mm-hmm. or anything and that yeah. made things easier because I was I had worried about that happening I'm like oh, what if they're like hey man we never see you anymore come down to you know wherever and I walk in I'm like this is a church event <laughs> you can't fool me I can smell these things from five miles away I used to do this um, <laughs> like. Yeah, <laughs> this is amateur hour. But like, um, yeah, so but there wasn't that. And I think that that made it easier for me to I mean, it sucked, but it was um, it, it made things, I think, faster, easier to do. Like it, it just made it at least the process. It quicker. bums me out. Yeah, because um, I mean, maybe I don't know if this is what you're saying, but it sounds like I mean, there was no one that kind of stuck by your side. I mean, even like. That was no, there, there was a handful of people. There, yeah. there was a few. There's a, a friend of mine, Denman. Um, I remember right after I kind of made like a little announcement and like left ministry and stuff, and had told some other people about it. He and I just went for this like three hour long walk, 
and like along like the Monongahela and Pittsburgh on this like really beautiful like summer evening. Like we had dinner and we were like hanging out and he was just like, yeah, I'm interested in what you have to say. And I have, uh, you know, like, you know, cause he was also a Christian. We had like played in bands together or like our, we, our bands had played shows together. He was an apprentice at that mm-hmm. tattoo shop <laughs> aforementioned. Like, you know, he was a couple years younger than me, like a really good friend, kind of like a slightly younger brother or something. He still is. And, um, the, uh, um and we we just walked in this kind of beautiful sunset evening and just talked through the whole thing and it was really great i think that was like the one really great experience the post note to that though is that he also uh left the faith and like mm. like five years later it was like that conversation was really a big part of that so oh, wow. whoops um <laughs> but like um <laughs> yeah um uh yeah but and, and he, he he was like yeah he's like i'm going through the same thing like my wife's like parents are like are like you know her dad's mm-hmm. a pastor and stuff and this is going to be like really traumatic for us and this yeah. is really difficult like do you have any tips on it or do you have any sort of thing and so they came back to us and we're like hi we're going mm-hmm. through this now can what do you you know can you give us any support yeah. basically mm. uh and we had a really great conversation with them and it, it was kind of like a really wonderful moment of it was it was the reverse of the kind of like stories you hear about of like back when i was in more involved you know interested in bringing people to christ of the whole thing of like man that one thing you said to me like bore Mm. fruit years later but it was just the opposite of it it's like hey man i'm an atheist now too and we're like woo um but uh which was um, I feel bad because I feel like I should have ended that story with and like, and that's why, you know, he in my heart is like the really good <laughs> Christian or something. But like, I knew a lot of other people and I know a lot of Christians yeah. now who are really, really great. You know, like my, mm-hmm. my thoughts about the actual worldview and theology itself aside, like I didn't come away with from from the whole thing thinking, well, all these people are 100% like sure. rotten to a core or something because I from there, like, I know the language and like the yeah. the the you know all that stuff so yeah. anyway i'm glad you don't think that about me and chris i think you're all terrible people now <laughs> you certainly didn't um, mention us what, yeah that's true he didn't specifically uh but just not all of us not all of those those, those people you know hashtag not all christians yeah um <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but uh, uh i was where was your wife in all this? I'm curious about that. She was right alongside, like after well, you are her covering so, afterwards. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, uh, she's a Proverbs yeah. 31 woman. She Come never on. stops knitting. Uh, but like um, the, uh, uh, but no, like um, afterwards, I think she was more open about the fact that you know she had never believed quite as strongly as I had, or in that same way. Yeah. Um, and uh, she she was like, yeah, like afterwards. And, and I didn't really know at the time. So when y'all got all. married, y'all were both like evangelical yep. Christians. Yeah, she she came up in kind of like a smaller town uh, Methodist church that was a lot more laid back. Yeah. Um, and kind of got into ministry through just, uh, you know, us being together. Um, yeah. And so yeah. afterwards, yeah, she definitely was like, yeah, like it meant a lot to me because of like, you know, for more like cultural reasons, I think. Mm-hmm. And like not cultural reasons, but like, kind of the family and like hometown connection aspect of it. Um, right. As opposed to, you know, at some point her, her belief had kind of waned as well. And so when we had this conversation, like when we were having these conversations about like, what do, what do we believe at this point now in our lives? Like what, what is this? 
like and we both kind of like had that moment where we're just like oh shit we don't believe in <laughs> god anymore whoops mm-hmm. that's a change <laughs> that's yeah. that's weird like that's like that, and it, it is a, a super scary feeling right yeah. like it, it is like it's an extremely like scary but that's it's also like at least, at least for us it was like pretty at the time like holy crap that's different uh <laughs> yeah. you know yeah it's interesting because you know a lot of marriages get shaken up by mm-hmm. one partner um yeah deciding they believe something different um yeah it was kind of it was kind of unfortunate yeah we um that was definitely yeah that was definitely a thing i think that like when i look back on like you know losing my faith it's one of like the more it, it's hard to like rank traumas but it's up there of like yeah. the you know the like oh yeah this is something that i don't think like it's all over night in the woods mm-hmm. like this whole these questions and stuff it's all over the game mm-hmm. like all everyone who worked on the game the core team me alec and bethany had all been you know christians at one point and had all mm-hmm. lost our faith and left the church for different reasons yeah uh, and and stuff so like that that whole thing of oh I, i'm reaching out into like the void and oh wow nothing's there suddenly what do i do about that mm-hmm. is a big theme kind of in the game i mean it's also explicitly just talked about if you Oh yeah, Fo- you know, follow up on like certain things in the game. Um, mm-hmm. So like, I don't think it's ever like not going to be part of like the art that I'm I'm making. And I think like the fact that Bethany and I kind of went through that together is like a uh, well. Here you go, Christian music, and it's a, it was a blessing uh, that you know, like <laughs> yeah. it wasn't something that we had to really negotiate between us. We were just there with each other mm-hmm. and kind of just kind of like okay, well, this is our lives now. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what was the reception? I'm curious of the game with like people in. Have you heard from people from your like former faith communities and maybe not your, your really. family? Um, I no, not really. Um, I know that some folks in my extended family. I don't have Facebook anymore, but I hear that they're like, "Wow, Scott made a video game." I think there's a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't really know, honestly. Um, I don't have like the relationship with, like, I think with a lot of my family that is like would lend itself to me kind of knowing what their thoughts are on it these days mm. um, yeah. for better or for worse. Um, and most of the people that I used to know who were, I, I knew from my time in Christianity, I, I are just kind of have evaporated in a lot of ways. Mm. There's a few people um i was gonna say uh my friend demon but he uh then uh deconverted so right <laughs> whatever. um and uh and stuff he <laughs> likes the game a lot <laughs> but uh you know and he, yeah. he's he's been there with us through through all this but like um uh and i know some folks who are christians who have played the game and have been like yeah like i found well like you know right. it's a game that jesus loved uh the uh yeah you know and have found like this kind of like core to it that they could relate to them so i want to i want to feel like some of the folks that i used to know and used to kind of like be like a part of like my life and i used to be a part of their lives like i i want to feel like they could still look at it and go okay yeah there's something here that i can i can like hold on yeah. to that kind of makes sense that like speaks to me some somewhere or i, I like can at least see like scott's like dumb jokes on it <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah 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 well one day they'll know about the awards that you won. Got nominated. Like, yeah, instance. all of them. <laughs> yeah, nominated yeah. for. Well, I mean, you made. I mean, so 
you might not win some of these awards, but at the end of the day, you can always point to the fact that Jesus loves your game. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, there you go. That's true. that's the yeah. that's the ultimate. It's, I'm gonna keep writing gonna, that. Yeah, that, the, you are just chugging yeah. along on that train, buddy. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, yeah, he's gonna go like, well done, yes. my good and faithful gamer. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's a T-shirt at this point. Well, right? it, is, it is now. I mean, our ministry yeah. is called Love Thy Nerd. Hey, you're so. an artist. Design it. You design it. There you go. That, this is like, I, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Uh, hey. Apostate designed uh, our new apostate design shirt. Hey, this is uh, really, really quick. Um, <laughs> speaking of it, bonnet <laughs> designed my, by an apostate. Gosh, that's yeah, the word we need to use more. Apostate. I don't like that. L- locally sourced, organically made yeah. apostate uh, designed. Um, but the. Uh, so, y- y'all remember Adventures in Odyssey? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So my fir- my favorite example of this, by the way, it, of of like a Christian of Christian media being made by non Christians. Uh, uh, this is me thinking <laughs> if I designed your T shirt, like, but like, um, I was on tour with a band that I was in in like 2000 or something, and we were going through Colorado. Uh, we're actually staying at the mom of the trumpet player from okay. Five Iron Frenzy's house. Uh-huh. Um, if you're if you're familiar and um the uh but uh so we um uh we but we were for the day we were near colorado springs and a few of us were like let's totally go to the focus on the family headquarters and um do you do the big slide you know, uh we might have actually i don't remember much of it but that's i remember I, that i've actually been before and that's all i remember about is it okay did you, you get to get to the theater and see the giant head of james dobson addressing <laughs> you and then you get um, a potato sack and slide down this massive slide yeah yeah there was a thing yeah it was it's definitely a, a it's definitely an experience but like um the uh so we had asked one of like the i don't know like guides like focus on the family museum <laughs> docents whatever uh, but like yeah. we'd um and we, we're, we're like, oh, like, where's Adventures and Odyssey made? And they're like, oh, that's not on the tour, whatever. And we're like, oh, man. And so when left. we came when we came out of it, we shook the dust of our feet off. Of it. But like <laughs> the um, but we uh, so after we came out of the, the, the giant head of James Dobson Theater, like um, someone like pulled us aside, just this like dude, uh, you know, like in like a T-shirt or something. And he's like, hey. You want to see where Adventures Odyssey is made? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So we went there and we ended up talking with like the producer of it for like an hour, oh, like wow. in the studio where they like recorded. They're like, oh, this isn't the original studio, but like this is where we've been. This is like where we record this and all that. And we're like, wow. We're like, we're like, oh, can we like mute the voice of like Mr. Whitaker? And then, but like, I guess the voice of Mr. Whitaker, the original one had died recently oh. um, after, you know, a great many years of, of service. And then there, so there was a new Mr. Whitaker. And we're like, oh, we, we, you know, and he's like, yeah, none of the cast is here, obviously. And that hadn't occurred to us. <laughs> so we're like, oh, man, OK, fine. Next, you're going to tell me that you can't we can't meet McGee from McGee and me. But like um, so um, but we <laughs> we it's we, we, we're like, oh, like, you know, like, it, it, you know, Mr. Whitaker, that guy, he must have been just such like a, you know, a great guy to know and stuff. And he and the guy was like, actually, <laughs> that guy isn't a Christian. And we were like what <laughs> like this like moment like where you find out that like something you're like no <laughs> that's, that's not possible that your faith like you're not Whitaker. Yeah. that was it that was when childhood ended um but like um 
And he literally said, we're, we're like, so he was just never saved. Like, and like, I think the, the, one of the bandmates I was there with, were like, not even like at the end or something. And the guy said, literally, no, as far as we know, wow. Mr. Whitaker is in hell. Wow. <laughs> Which is now to me, it's a really funny experience that no one outside sure. of the culture would ever understand. I'm like, no, like you, you, it's like, I don't even know how to explain what a surreal conversation that is where someone, the, the producer of this radio show that was like a big part of your childhood is like, Hey, the guy who played the really, uh, you know, friendly, like Christian father figure who like, you know, had was full of the system. <laughs> he's in hell now. Mm. <laughs> it's a, wow. It was such a weird, weird, weird. That is experience. bizarre. Yeah. yeah. That's my, that's my, that's my focus on the family story. Sorry. That was, was a, a tangent. One. No, it's all right. Uh, yeah, it was worth, I think it was worth it. That was an interesting story. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, Scott, it's late and we've, you've been on here with us for a while now and we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, so what, what can people be looking forward to that's coming from you in the future? I know we're looking for, uh, night in the woods on mobile platforms, iOS, Android. What else? Yeah. Sometime this year. Um, uh, that's mostly it for night in the woods. Like the game's been out for, for a while. Um, we put out an update to it, uh, in December of last year. Um, and, and, and all that, um, you know, we're just, uh, we're all off kind of like working on our own. Uh, new games yeah now so you know there will be new games yeah. i could say that <laughs> um do you have one in and, the works that you can tell us about or anything about I, uh <laughs> i can say that there's a game uh and i can't say i can't say too much about it um but no, a lot of the themes for us and a lot yeah um unfortunately wow. I, I i can't as of yet but like the <laughs> um i will say though like if you you know bethany and i we were the writers on night in the woods and stuff and a lot of like similar themes and stuff are kind of like you know things that we're preoccupied with will probably show up in this next game too so if you were into the themes or the writing or the characters or different things in night in the woods or some of the issues that it talked about you know you might you might be interested in the new thing we're working on cool awesome and people can follow you on twitter at bombs fall is that right yes at, at bombs fall a name that i came up with like when i was like 19 that has just stuck since people are like bombs fall and it just it made sense in 2001 it's almost as cool yeah. as putting your birth year at the end of your twitter which is what i did yeah so i'm, I'm drew dixon 82 on twitter <laughs> chris hardly Bomb. ever uses his twitter account i don't think so we're, mm. i don't think we're even gonna bother with it but where, where else can people find you online? Anything else you want? Uh, uh, at Bombs Fall. Um, I think that's mostly it. That's where I'm mostly at online. Usually when I'm on, when I'm on the internet, when I jack into the web. Yeah. I'm usually uh, on run, uh, Twitter somewhere. That's easiest place to find me. Cool. So nice. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, definitely go check out if you're listening to this and you haven't played Night in the Woods yet. Um, it really is a, um, a, a wonderful game. I really, really enjoyed my time with it. Um, and uh, it is it does ha- it is dark. It does get into some cultish territory and a lot of religious territory. But it but it is uh, to me was a warm and inviting experience, um, which is rare, I think, in this day and age. Uh, to that get, makes me very happy to yeah. hear. So I definitely encourage our readers to go out, <laughs> readers, listeners, to go uh, go check that out, uh, and uh, go check out uh, Love Thy Nerd on Facebook. Just uh, search for Love Thy Nerd on Facebook if you want to join our community um right now it's it's uh 
it's it's a work in progress so don't judge us but uh but we all and we have another we have a community kind of community-based podcast uh that's just kind of more conversational uh more general conversational kind of games podcast called free play so if you search on itunes for love thy nerd you'll find free play but you'll also find our podcast humans of gaming please go rate and review us on itunes that helps us uh, really more than anything else, go rate and review our podcast on iTunes, tweet about it, tell people about it. This is the first episode of Humans of Gaming, um, so go tell go everyone tell you know mountain. about it. Uh, we would be... Go tell it on the mountain <laughs> that Humans of Gaming is born, uh, and we, we, we would be really grateful. So um, the, the great the great commission was actually Jesus right. telling everyone to like and subscribe to the podcast. That's the message yeah. translation. As he ascended into heaven, he's like, leave a review on iTunes. Go ye therefore and leave a review. Five star review, please. You know, it really helps us out in the reviews. Great. None and then he's just like, yeah. fading off into the stratosphere as he's saying this. <laughs> if you leave a uh, four three or four star review it would be better if a millstone were hung around your we can go all day with this i mean all day yeah your adversary roams around uh giving one star reviews Uh, well this is great scott this time is short all right sorry literally we could probably do this for several hours of just yeah yeah um yeah. Well, I appreciate you. Appreciate uh, your game, your games, and uh, your insight. And uh, yeah, it was re- this is really great. So, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You have been listening to the Humans of Gaming podcast with Drew Dixon and Chris Gwalton, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and share with all your friends, family, and random acquaintances on all the social medias.